You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. Revival Reign, Day 22, Witnesses. Final words, like first words, are important words. If we have the liberty of knowing when we are leaving this world, we are known for gathering loved ones and sharing final blessings as Isaac or Jacob did. Sometimes we declare our love for those closest to us or we give final important instructions for those who need them. These are our final words. And when it comes to Jesus, most of us think his last words were, it is finished. You know, his statement of triumph on the cross. But those were not exactly his last words. Three days later, he rose from the dead and then spent 40 days with his disciples sharing many more words with them. They spoke about the kingdom. And because Jesus was so real and relational, it's recorded that he shared many meals with them as well. Food, friends, and kingdom talk. That's how Jesus rolled. What a glorious 40 days. But then his day of ascension came and knowing he was going to leave, he gave his final words, instructions which set the modus operandi for the church age. They are recorded in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 and they say, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Wow, a prophecy over their lives, a declaration of a certain future. You will be my witnesses. They sound to me like the words of a master who has successfully finished his work and is certain of the outcome. He might as well have said, it is finished again. At the cross, he finished his work with sin, Satan and death. But his work with his disciples was not yet done until this moment. They were not yet witnesses. Witnesses. That's who they were called and trained to be. It's also what we are called to be. It sounds easy enough, but actually it's a nearly impossible job. The word witness is the Greek word martus. It is pronounced martus. This is where we get our word martyr from. It implies death to self and alive to Christ. In other words, if you get me, you get Christ. The Apostle Paul described such a life in his second letter to the church in Corinth. And he said these words. He said, for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all have died. And he died for all so that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Now those are the words of a true witness. Christ's love compels us. The word compel has military connotations. In other words, I am under the control of God's love. His love controls me. I live no longer for myself, but for him and his great commission. How do we live like that? I mean, often we are not controlled by the love of Christ and so often not devoted to the great commission. 
We lack a heart for the lost and we lack the words to share with them. We fear man. We do not want to be rejected. We never seem to find the right moment to share the gospel with people. And we don't walk with the revelation of heaven and hell being just a breath away. And so we are not exactly witnesses. But neither were the disciples exactly. Something still had to be done. They needed the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon them before they could be witnesses. And so do we. Saints, when we pray for revival, we have been praying, may all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. One of the most prevalent signs of a revival is the ease at which the gospel not only pours forth in power from the pulpit, but also from the witness of everyday believers who fill the pews. When the Holy Spirit comes, He empowers us all to be what we are called to be, witnesses. This is how we know revival has come. We become controlled by the love of Christ and we live not for ourselves, but for Him. And wherever we go, we witness. This pattern is borne out in the book of Acts. We see it in Acts chapter 4 verse 33. It says, And with great power the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. That great grace that was upon them all was the power of the Spirit, enabling them to share Jesus effectively with their world. Man, do we need that great grace. Imagine with me a revival where we are all effective witnesses, where we're not relying on pulpits, but everyday places become turning points for the lost. Imagine a revival where each one of us is empowered by the Spirit to share Jesus as naturally as we breathe. Saints, let's come honestly before the Lord. And let's confess our weakness and our inadequacy at being witnesses. And let's agree, that is not who we want to be. And let's ask for the power of the Spirit to come upon us so that we can be witnesses like they were. And so we pray. Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival and start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying and to keep believing for revival in our days.